I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. All live from New York. It's the show that is demanding a train. It's no, first things first. What a would. show we have for this you today. This big three stays together. Oh. Today, Brady headed back to New England for a one-day contract. Insiders say no. My heart says yes. Meanwhile, we asked Mahomes if he would throw a behind-the-back pass in the Super Bowl. Why the best play in Super Bowl history is still on the board. And finally, who has the most to gain from a Super Bowl win? Nick has a brand-new list coming at 4 o'clock. Well, we're going to start with the big news, Brew. I'm Kevin <laughs> Wilds. That's Nick Wright. Brew, you have any early takes before we get to the show on Kyrie? <laughs> Your nuts? Uh, no. Okay. I'm just going to sit here and wait my turn <laughs> and figure out who, else, who I'm going to pick now in the East. <laughs> we start with the Shams bomb. Kyrie has requested a trade, and he wants it done soon, before Thursday, February 9th, which is the trade deadline. Nick? Yeah. You thought something was in the air, that Kyrie has been a good teammate, playing well, without KD, and then we're here. Yeah. What's your reaction? Well, not to make it about myself, (laughs) but, you know, it's always good to be Mr. Consistency, but days like today, it's a little extra sweet. (laughs) Because while Brew could not help himself but be hypnotized by Kyrie Irving's bag, while Brew just a week ago was arguing with me when I said that I didn't think Kyrie, given everything that comes along with him, deserved to be an all-star at all, much less a starter. He still shouldn't have been an all-star. He still should not be an all-star. He he should be. Uh, uh, He should be an all-star. Wear the Nets jersey. He's off. (laughs) He should be an all-star. Okay, but here's the thing. The Kyrie KD era, which was never an era, now appears to be over. Can we look at the final results of it, please? Are we sure this is over now? Oh, I believe it's over now. Okay. So they've done this training. before. 87 games. They won a bit more than they lost. They made the playoffs twice. <laughs> they won one series. They also had one allegedly close sweep. I put that on the graphic ah! for you, buddy. I think it was 16 and they won, total points. And they won Qualified. six games total. Oh, sweep. At some point, Brew, you are who you always have been. And I don't mean you, yeah. Brew. I mean it metaphorically. And Kyrie Irving has been the most unreliable alleged star the league has had since Stephon Marbury. And that might not even be fair to Stephon Marbury. And so 
Well, I, I, you give me that look. I covered Steph too. Okay, Steph, well I'm, then it's fine. Then, yeah, then, it's I'll, then I'll just then it's fair. Then we'll leave it there. And the fact that otherwise really smart basketball people. He's just. This isn't even analysis. This I, is I, just I, a. Would, this is just a self-congratulatory. <laughs> Listen, the fact. Yes, I have right. so much respect for your basketball knowledge and instincts. Yet somehow, you kept getting okey-doked by this guy because he had two weeks of good behavior. <laughs> Who could have seen this oh, okay. coming, Brew? Everyone. Actually, it was two and a half months. <laughs> 76 days to be exact, Kyrie was on his best behavior. And look, I, I do try to give Kyrie the benefit of the doubt. Because, and this part is serious. I understand a young black man in America searching for his identity and his history in this society. So I try to give him the benefit of the doubt, but the lack of self-awareness he's showing in this is nuts because I only see what Kyrie needed to do is play the best basketball he could, not be a problem, which he's done for, like I said, 76 days. It was just like he couldn't stand it anymore and had to cause chaos again. Help them go deep, maybe win the East, whatever. And then other teams might want you. The Nets might be willing to give you a better contract because Shams reported they offered a multi-year deal but with partial guarantees and all types of other things in it, which you got to put in it, right, for Kyrie. Of course. And so the only – and here's where I will call – I think I may call your bluff, Nick. You just ripped Kyrie to shreds, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, the handle. Uh, let him go play with the A1 mixed team. Let him go be a Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah, I didn't say that. Uh-huh. There's one place, and I'm going to tell you this. If the Lake, I only see one team wanting Kyrie. One. I think the map. The might. Los Angeles Lake. I wouldn't bring him within 100 miles of Luka Doncic. They're, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh-huh. Because LeBron has shown he is such a strong leader yeah. that he can – Make Kyrie so live up to how's that calling my bluff? What do you mean? You sitting here acting like Kyrie Irving cannot be trusted. I wouldn't want him. He's oh. going to cause chaos. He'll wreck shop. That's all true. If the Lakers get Kyrie Irving, they yeah. are winning the West. I would, if listen. Here's With the, Anthony Davis healthy, healthy LeBron James, and Kyrie Irving. Right. So hold up. You Wait. just said Kyrie can't be at us. Listen, I, don't, I wouldn't want a crocodile as a pet, but if Steve Irwin would lived in my house, I'd be all right with it. <laughs> the late, great Steve Irwin. How long were you Kyrie, thinking about that? I, I, on the fly, man. I couldn't remember his name until right when I started saying it. Uh, here's the thing, guys. Both of these things can be true. Kyrie Irving cannot be trusted to be the leader of a franchise. Okay. Also, if LeBron James is on your team, you are not the leader of the franchise. And we saw it work. And, and Durant, God bless him, Durant's phenomenal a phenomenal player. player, not a strong enough leader no. to to. No, can I, can I? If he and ends up on the Lakers, yeah, they're they're the favorites in the West. Yeah, yeah. But you know what else needs to happen? What? Maybe they win the West. Rob Palinka has served as your personal, yeah, I've always and your professional punching bag. Yeah, you've ridiculed him, you've mocked him, Wait you've criticized second. him as he's held back these picks that you wanted to just give away okay. for Buddy Hill. Not, and if Rob Palinka ends up getting Kyrie Hold on and brings your guy <laughs> another wait, championship. Wait a second here. Hold on. So you and you, I can't trust at all. But Brew will be honest here. Did I or did I not? 
all the whole lead up to the season, add the caveat when I was saying they needed to trade Russ, that if they were holding back because they thought a star might come available, I'm okay with it. I thought it was a risky game to play, but I was okay with it. You guys both know I said that. But more importantly is this. I just want to make sure (laughs) I have this right. Go. If the Lakers trade for Kyrie Irving, Palinka gets the credit. No, no, no. I, just want I mean, look. Hold he on. It's the GM. No. I, I get it. I get what no, you're saying. No, but because what I, is the GM? That's fine. But I was told he gets none of the blame for the Westbrook trade. Well, you blame him, no, sir. No, 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 no. I'm talking to you, Kevin Wilds, who say, whenever I say anything about the Westbrook trade, you, you roll your eyes like all of NBA media does and says LeBron made him do it. Do we think Kyrie would be interested in the Lakers or the Lakers would be interested in Kyrie if LeBron's not there? Okay. Do we all agree this would only happen because of LeBron? Yes. So, if if this trade happens, I don't have to take a damn thing back that I've said about Rob Belinka. It's just that evidently LeBron gets all the credit and the blame for all of the Lakers personnel moves. Now, let me say this, because here is the caveat. In the offseason, after you know Kyrie won it out then, the Nets had no interest at all in Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Now, I, if I'm the Nets, I go to Kevin Durant and I say, look, you and Russ were really good once upon a time. And I think, Nick, and I think you might agree with me, if Russ kind of had his own team or was the number one or two guy somewhere, I think he'd still put up tremendous numbers. Not a triple-double maybe, but still great numbers. And I think he and Durant, if Durant's open to it, could still be a pretty good well, team. I, like in the, I think they could be a, a, a fourth seed I, in the Well, East. listen, I think a healthy Durant makes you – a fringe contender as long as you have just any pieces. So, like, if Kyrie, let's say they don't trade him and he sits out the rest of the year, you think they're a contender? I said fringe contender. I don't even think think they're fringe. So, let me, can we stay here? If if he's with Westbrook, if if Durant will take Westbrook, you make the move. If he won't, then I'm like, Kyrie can sit out whatever he wants to do. There's also potential for a three-team trade, right? For a team that yes. wants to get off contracts because the Nets have reportedly wanted size. When we saw her, they Joe Harris size, and yes. uh, Seth Curry could be available because they wanted size. So maybe there's a team that wants to get off some contracts like a Utah team. Mm-hmm. that, And I know we're going to talk about them in a moment. So it's a three-team deal. But I said at the top, the partnership's over. And you said, are we sure about that? If they don't make a trade, Brew, would you play Kyrie? Would you let Now that Kyrie has demanded a trade. Would you, if you were, who runs it with the Nets? I'm not Sean even sure Marks. anymore. Well, does he I mean, though? I'm not sure. Well, well, the the Sean Marks, side, which Wilds was, you know, pretty early on, that Marks hasn't done a great job. You think? Would you let Kyrie Irving suit up again for your team? Yes. You would. Yep. Okay. I would. If I, and I'm gonna be honest. If Durant is like, look, I can't play with Russ. I'm not trading Kyrie. If if it's a great deal for me, but I can't imagine it would be a great deal for me. So I would, if Kyrie is willing to play, I, I'm going to try to. Drew doesn't want to give up. Nuts. He doesn't want to give no, up. I'm no. going to try to reason with him and say, Kyrie, bro, we've already did you for did that your basketball ago. life. Bro, this is the bro, same bro. thing you do. The told. best thing, and you don't want to ever play for the Nets again after this season. Bro. The best thing you can do is go out and do your thing on Isn't the basketball that what court told him and lead us as far as we can. Bro. Yes, yeah. I know, <laughs> that's, that's but right. I'm just saying, I would, I would play him. I'm paying him. I'm playing. Can I ask you another question? So, uh, what if KD says, you know, oh, man, 
this is over. I asked for a trade this summer, and now you're going to trade Kyrie. While you're at it, why don't you drop another trade proposal because I want out too. Would you trade KD? I mean, I'm not ex- – no. I mean, look, you never say never because you never know what you might I, get for him. But I am not just kowtowing to two players and, oh, well, you want out? Okay, let me, let me just get whatever I can. No, it's better be a great deal. I'm paying you millions of dollars. You will play basketball it, for us oh, unless we be, get a great yeah, deal. It should be noted that the, the thrust of why Kyrie has a bit of leverage here, oddly, is because he's a true free agent after this year, and he can walk, and they get nothing in return. So e- if the Lakers were to offer Russ in two firsts, even if the plan was to never to buy Russ out, at least then you have those two first-round picks. Durant's in a different situation because he has the longer contract attached right. to it, and I don't think you'd want to hold a Kevin Durant fire sale. Meaning, I, I think you would want to have a lot of lead-up time to it. So if they were to trade Durant, I would think it would be in the offseason, not in kind of a condensed period. Ideally, you would keep Durant and try to build around him, yeah, right? Well, yeah, there's a lot I mean, of there's there's there. Yeah. Try to we're talk taking, to Ben, too. Everyone's it, acting like ben, Durant's window is LeBron's two. window. It's not necessarily. Oh, that's a true po- statement, too. Go ahead. I'm always of, saying true statements. Yeah, that's a good one. That's <laughs> a good uh, one. Other report coming from Chris Haynes. Lakers still looking to move Russ. Uh, it's been trade combos with the Utah Jazz. You know, Russ has accepted the six-man role. He might be the six-man of the year. Uh, should the Lakers try to make this move in light of this new news too, Nick? Well, let me. can I show you? There's two versions of what I think this trade would look like, Brew. So can I show them both to you? They're very similar. We can show them to you right now, I think. This would be what I believe a Lakers-Jazz uh, deal would look like. Russ... Conley, Clarkson, and Sexton, and you give up the two unprotected firsts. Or if the Jazz push back on that, you switch out Colin Sexton, and you end up, we can show you the next one, you put Malik Beasley in that place instead. I like Clarkson. So here's the question I I have to you. If if what is going out the door is Russ and two first-round picks, what trade do you think is better, Kyrie or those three players? Kyrie. Kyrie, even with all the uncertainty surrounding him. Yep. with the, I just think LeBron, look, he's obviously done a 180 on LeBron, right? Yeah, well, From yeah. when he left him he in 2017. That. A while ago, yep. but I'm just saying he's wanted to play with him again. He's talked about how he should have understood LeBron's leadership and how tough it is, blah, blah, blah. And Kyrie solves their problems. Like the, the trades you mentioned, I mean, obviously Conley and, and uh, who was the other point? Sexton and all these yeah. guys are good. But you got – Dennis Schroeder's not bad. And now I got Schroeder, Conley, and Sexton. Kyrie is a great shooter. Great what they shooter. need is shooting. You got Rui, who's a pretty good shooter mm-hmm. himself. AD can dominate the interior. LeBron obviously can just do what he wants. And Kyrie would answer your shooting well. Nick, that, that is a big three. And no, they're and all – I mean, big LeBron's not his prime, but the other two are you could smack argue. dab in the middle of their Here's prime. the thing as to why for the Lakers – this this Kyrie news has to put everything else on hold at least for a right. moment. It's a big three in a conference that I'm not sure has a big two. Like what? Like I'm just Jokic and Aaron Gordon. No, mm. Ja 
and Bain, no. Or you guys should say Triple J, no. Golden yeah, it, State, no Golden more. State, not anymore. No, there isn't. New Orleans theoretically was supposed to, but and Ingram's been hurt and now young. Zion's hurt. There's not a, a, a – I guess Kawhi and Paul George would be it, but we don't know how often they play. Right. And so then in that circumstance – it doesn't matter as much that you, the rest of your depth of your team is a lot of guys that you know look up to Austin Reeves on the depth chart, and so it, it, I think it is. It, it but it, but I'll I tell also, you what quickly about the Nets though with yeah. Kyrie, I do make a call to the Clippers. Oh, look, Kawhi hardly ever plays. Any interest in Kyrie? Wait, hold on. So Kawhi for Kyrie? Yeah, I'd make a call. Why would the see. Clippers do? That? I, they probably wouldn't. Okay. I'd make a call. <laughs> They, I mean, because Ka- Kawhi is in and out. All, I mean, he's what, playing consistently Are you going to make a call to but the But is Bucks he going too? to be healthy? I'm just curious. You're going to call no, the No, I mean, Kawhi, look, do you think they're happy with the Kawhi Leonard tenure with the Clippers? I don't oh. like it. Well, no, of course not. No, no, no. Okay. It's, listen, all in the same summer, LeBron and AD it's came together. my problem for Kawhi your problem. and Paul George came together. Uh, KD and Kyrie came together. And everybody killed the Lakers. You mortgaged the future. LeBron made you do it. You gave up too much. The Lakers, meanwhile, that's the only partnership that consistently has played this whole time. It's the only partnership that has played in a finals, much less won a finals. And it might be the oh, only partnership they, that yeah, survives. AD, yeah. uh, all right, Brew, we have 30 seconds left. A week from today, February 10th, what uniform is Kyrie wearing? I think all-star uniform officially, but... Nets. Nets. Wow, okay. Well, then why do you do give it up on them? Then you can't no, give up I mean, on I, them. I'll wait and see how this plays out. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I don't think they're going to try. I don't, they haven't kowtowed to him. Remember last year he thought he had leverage at the end of the season? I'm going to get my multi-year deal. Then this year he wants a better deal. I don't know that Who they're going to bounce. If the Kyrie? Lakers will trade him, trade if the Nets will take Westbrook, I think he gets traded. How does if not? How does Kyrie know. think two months of good behavior is going to result in a four-year fully guaranteed contract? I don't understand it. Maybe yeah. it's just a leverage play. What? Maybe it's just a leverage play. Oh, to get the guaranteed deal. Yeah, they're not more likely to they pay him now. They are not falling for this. They're not more likely now on the board. Uh, are the Chiefs on the verge of a dynasty? No. On Next on First Things what First. No, because they already are one. <laughs> what an A block. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. I've been waiting for this Tom Brady one-day contract news to hit, Coach. Coach Mangini's here. And I've yet to see anything. 
former Patriot Ted Johnson said he'd be, quote, disappointed in Tom if it happened. And Tom Curran also doesn't think it will happen. Take a listen. I think that, that Brady is extremely attuned to symbolic moves meant to leverage his relationship to the betterment of somebody else. And the symbolism of signing a one-year, one-day contract and retiring as a Patriot, I think will probably go sideways up his chimney. So for the Patriots to now say, can you come back and sign a contract just so you can retire? No, I'll, I'll, I'll show up for the Red Jacket ceremony for the Patriots Hall of Fame, and I'll be there for whatever parade and the statue unveiling. But let's not get to the point where you're trying to make me sign something that I wanted to sign and you wouldn't give to mm. me. I mean, that was decent analysis. <laughs> it hurt my feelings, but I thought it was a very valid point and well said. Nick, what was your reaction? I'm shocked. Here's the Listen, I'm shocked how many people care about this. Really? Yeah. Jordan didn't retire a bull. Didn't. Peyton didn't retire a colt. Kind of similar to this. Like Colts didn't buddy want always to leave talks about it. and were kind of forced to leave. You know what I mean? They, they, Peyton certainly didn't ever want to leave the Colts, was forced out. Jordan wasn't forced out with the Bulls, but they made it pretty clear, like, you can come back, but it's going to be a different coach, and so he felt he had to leave. Tom didn't want initially to leave the Patriots, and Bill was doing with Tom what he had done with every player ever. We don't have to rehash it, trying to get out early instead of late. Sure. And it would appear there are still some hurt feelings there, but I'm, it is shocking to me how much this matters to Patriot fans. Like how much you care about this, Wilds. Why You know he's never playing for you again. So why does it matter if one more day he puts on a Patriot hat and signs a piece of paper? Like why does it matter? It's a good question, and I was wrestling with that myself. Because I I found the reason why he's not going to do it, whether he's mad at the organization or he's mad at Bill, to make sense. Mm -hmm. But my issue is he didn't really play for the Patriots or for the crafts. I know that's who signs the checks. He played for the fans, and the fans want it. So by not doing it, you're really stiffing the fans, not the organization. Bill Belichick, I don't think, cares, but I think the fans care. Like, I care a little bit. I don't know why. I just kind of do, because there's a chance for you to just come back, sign it, have it every be good, let bygones be bygones, and he's not going to do it, not because he's mad at the fans, he's mad at Bill, but the fans take the brunt of the disrespect. So I'm surprised that it matters to me, Look, but that, I'd be lying to you if I told you it didn't. That was heartwarming, what you just <laughs> well, said. Well, thank you. But I, it just, oh, it's can I ask completely you unnecessary. Why when he says stuff, is it heartwarming? When I say stuff, it's cute. <laughs> I get that. Uh, that was when cute. you say stuff, it's either cute or mean. It's a heartwarming. No, but sorry. Coach, this is complete. I'm with Nick. What is the point? Tom Brady gets absolutely nothing. If that's out not of the point, then sign it. The fans get to bask in the glory of yesteryear when they know no championships are on the horizon. Well, Belichick, Kraft, they benefit from it. The Patriots organization. What does Tom Brady get out of this? How, look, how is he not going to sign a one-day contract with the Patriots? You think he's doing it? Thank you, well, Coach. Cool. Why, like he's a, he's a Mr. Patriot. He of course he's he's doing Mr. It. Patriot. And, and look, he regardless. made me mad. And and he what was the quote? He sideways up his chimney. His chimney that's paved with gold. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's he had twenty. years. 
years of the organization with unprecedented success, and he had a cup of coffee down in Tampa. Like, of course he's a patriot. Everything else is, is, is just a part of the story. And he may be mad at Bill, but we all know what we're signing up for, and he saw several other guys get shipped out of New England. That's just the way the program is. And if anything, Mr. Kraft has always been a staunch supporter of Tom's and even with the Jimmy Garoppolo situation. So yeah, of course he should retire a Patriot. And why is it important? It's important because it, it's part of his legend. It's part of, of a great history. It's, it's special to all those kids who grew up Patriots fans, and I'm sure it's special to Tom too. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> no, it, all of that's true, Coach. Whether he signs for one day or not, like he is always going to be remembered as a Patriot. No. That's not changing. And as you said, the statue, the retirement of the jersey, he'll be there. But it's it'll just be good. like Tom doesn't strike me as being so petty as like, I'll go back and have the jacket and the statue, but I won't retire as a patriot. Like it's just look, kind of matter. The, the, Maybe Bill just needs to hop on the phone. Say I was wrong. Yeah, I'm sure that'll get it. Say I'm sorry. <laughs> sure. But it's, it's not about Belichick. It, That's it, the problem. I, I, I agree. It's bigger than that. It's, it's about Here, Here's the, the quote that we'll, we'll end the, this part on before we talk about the Chiefs dynasty. <laughs> uh, Robert Kraft, I'll do it tomorrow. Not only do I want it, our fans are clamoring for it. And to us, he always has been and always will be a patriot. America's team. I added the last one. <laughs> All right, on to the Chiefs, currently one-and-a-half-point underdogs in this year's Super Bowl. And get this. <laughs> Coach is going to love this. They're already favored to win next year's Super Bowl. Of course, by Nick. No, <laughs> not by Nick, actually. Here are the odds. Not by Nick. Oh, look Chiefs Bills, 49 Folks on in their the Why are the 49 They don't have a quarterback. Eagles, Bengals, Cowboys. The Bengals' disrespect is wild. That's your corner wild. now? I'm just telling you, it's wild. Also, where's the prince? But the go ahead. prince. Sorry. He was Sorry. throwing the ball to a robot yesterday. Go ahead. They were 14. <laughs> exactly. Uh, do you believe the Chiefs are on the verge of a dynasty? Here we go. It's a, hold on. Hold on. This can't be a here we go. Sorry. Nick's going to be on a soapbox here. This is going to be universally agreed upon. Okay. If they win, yes. It's undeniable. If they win. It is a dynasty. A dynasty or on the verge? Already? No, if they win on Sunday, they, right now they are on the verge. Because if they win, they become one. Oh. If they win, they're a dynasty. If in five years you make the, fi- the championship round every year, you make the Super Bowl three times, you win twice, you're a dynasty. Are you guys oh. arguing that if the, if the Cowboys had lost that Super Bowl to the Steelers, that team wasn't a dynasty. That if they only if they had won back to back, been to a conference championship game, then been back to a Super Bowl, we'd say that's not a dynasty. Are you guys arguing the Dolphins in the seventies that went to in a three year stretch actually well they went to three straight. They won back to back. They went to three straight Super Bowls and had a undefeated season that wasn't a dynasty? Of course it was. If, uh, you, if you're gonna argue hold on, if you're gonna argue that if they win they're not a dynasty, then you have to at least open up the door to the Patriots' original era. Was that a dynasty? Because, yes, Three they would have four years. Well, hold on a second. Wait. But it, it, it does, is dynasty simply how many championships you won? Or is it how dominant, or is it how dominant yeah, it you were over is. a period of time? Hold on, wait a second. You don't, pay- you don't see a lot of people like, oh, who's got the second place dynasty? Right, who, right. Who, we don't care about the who's AFC got the, championship. Who's no. got the runner-up dynasty? Okay, well, well, wait a second, though. Hold on a second. No, but it does what what it does matter is 
is did you have sustained dominance? And what I'm saying is if the Patriots of the early 2000s, not the second version of them, when they w- went to four and won three, they, yes, they won three Super Bowls, went to three Super Bowls. They also, the other two years, one year missed the playoffs, and what, the year before missed the playoffs, and the year on the back end, didn't make, it only made round two. So this, to me, is if they win on Sunday, at least on par with that, and we all agree that's a dynasty. What, what I would say is if they win Sunday, they're a mini-dynasty. Yeah. Two championships in four years, and, and I think in route. Uh, there are many dynasty in root. I, look, I think they will be a dynasty. And if you win four in ten years or something like that, like dynasties, I think of the Steelers of the seventies. They won four the, and six. Right, the uh, 49ers of Montana, the um, Cowboys in the early nineties, and then Brady's two teams in New England. I, like two championships in a row is nice. Yeah, the Packers. But is the that a dynasty? Football. Yeah, I mean, way back to sure. Packers. So I, I, I think Nick. They're on the verge. Like, they win Sunday or, you know, next Sunday. They're on the verge. And they'll have two and four years is great, and you're building a dynasty, but not yet. Well, Yeah, I I agree with with you, Chris. I I think it's a dynasty with a lowercase d, and and it's definitely positioned for – for success moving forward. As long as Patrick Mahomes is there, they've got a chance to win every year. And now how well they capitalize on that. And, and they put themselves in such a better position now with salary cap space, draft picks, things like that. But if they don't win this game, it's, it's going to be... Well, it's now a that different story. The conversation is, is how disappointing and how underachieving are they. Underachieving. Well, okay. I mean, if you, if, okay. if you have one Super Bowl in, in this many appearances... It's yeah, it's oh, a lot the, of silver the, medals. The, listen, the Patriots in the middle of their dynasty, which evidently stretched twenty years, yeah, they went ten separate. years without winning one. So, so the idea, and they and they went to two in that frame. Like, the, 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 here's the thing that I just want on this, because everybody says what Bruce said, I think, which is Packers of the '60s, Steelers of the '70s, Niners of the '80s. The Niners of the '80s. This is how it went: they won a Super Bowl, then they missed the playoffs. Then they made a conference championship. Then they won a Super Bowl. Then the next three seasons, they didn't win a single playoff game in any of those three seasons. Then they won back-to-back. So my question is, when did they become a dynasty? What's the rules there? Because, And the answer is, we don't actually have them. It is, were you the dominant, unquestioned team of your era? And if the Chiefs win a week from Sunday, they are the dominant, unquestioned team of the era. Uh, four years is an era? Five years is what I would call it. Five years and two, two Super Bowls? Two Super Bowls, three appearances, and they played in the second to last or last game of the year five years in a row. That's a dynasty. No. You guys, here's, oh, a, here's why I know. Letters. If yeah, you have absolutely. to argue that very, vociferously, whether or not it's a dynasty, it very, low bar, not a dynasty. very low bar for no, a dynasty. Not a dynasty. Yeah. Incredibly if low If you have bar. to argue it. Right. We're the not Warriors a dynasty. A dynasty. And when, yes. did they, yes. when did they become yes. one? When, okay, we can talk about it more. When four did they become six. one? That's a yeah. dynasty. Coming up, more dynasty talk. Wasn't it four <laughs> of eight? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
<laughs> Let's head over to the golf course now. We're at uh, Pebble Beach. Aaron Rodgers on the tee. And we get some breaking news, even though we're not showing this golf footage. <laughs> golf footage is now coming. Take a listen. Well, got any news you want to share with us? Not going to San Fran. <laughs> you look great with a cowboy star on your helmet. Where the cow what are you talking about cowboys ball? thing? Bro? Yeah. Golf commentators are hilarious. It's a bad idea for Rodgers to rule out the 49ers, even though the 49ers might rule out him. But, well, here's it. one thing I can rule out very quickly, and then I'll give it to you, Brew. He's not retiring. You know why we now definitively know? Oh, why? And this is, I forgot, I think it might have been Florio that pointed this out. I'm not sure. But somebody other than me did. He, he's not going into Canton the same weekend as Brady. Wow, Rogers is not. Rogers is not gonna be the second star of his Hall of Fame. He has to play. He's got to play. Sorry, <laughs> brilliant. Got to play. That was brilliant. It, it, like a bad, uh, kind of a loser yesterday was J.J. Watt. It's like God, dog it. I'm not gonna get. The, I'm not the biggest star of my Hall of Fame weekend, huh. but J.J. played it smart. He's like, hey, we can go golf together, Tom. Uh, but he's not retiring. And I think Brew, he's ruling out San Francisco because I think he knows San Francisco has ruled him out yeah. already. Well, uh, first of all, Nick heard that take on the odd couple the other night. So <laughs> 7 to 10 Eastern, Monday through Friday night, Fox Sports Radio. But anyway, <laughs> look, I hate to have this take because, you know, I picked Aaron Rodgers to lead Green Bay to the Super Bowl this year. Not to win, but to, to get there. I think this is him inside. He don't want the pressure of having to win the Super Bowl. Because if he went to San Francisco, Nick, you know – wouldn't they be favored to win the Super Bowl 100%. next year? 100%. And so all he could do, it is Super Bowl or bust. And I, we know Aaron Rodgers just has not been the same player in those big NFC championship games. And we got a long, large sample or size. even week 18 against Detroit at home. Thank you. Playoffs online. So, I, look, he was, they lose seven of eight and five straight. Mm-hmm. We're out of it. Everybody thinks we're done. Now he leads them to four straight victories, even though he didn't play great necessarily. He's, he struggles a few years ago. Mike McCarthy's fired. They bring in a young Matt LaFleur. Nobody expects anything from him. Plays great, two MVPs. Hmm. I really don't think he wants the pressure of expectations. Because, if again, him and the 49ers, they are the Super Bowl favorites no matter how good Kansas City is. They are the I, Super I Bowl totally favorites. Agree with that. And I don't think he wants that smoke. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how bad we think the Green Bay front office is that they're going to trade Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco. But, but okay, if it could happen. And he's not retiring, not because of Brady, but probably because of the $50 million that, that he has locked in. I mean, I'd probably, Maybe lean, both. probably lean in that direction <laughs> if I'm thinking of that. Tomato, to tomato. In terms of the, the pressure of going to San Francisco, I, I don't think he'd be worried about that at all. What a great situation for him. If he could ever get there, I mean, he's got running game. He's got talent all over the place offensively. He's got a really good defense, got a good scheme. It's a great place to live. It's about 70 degrees. Say the downside is the California taxes. That's it. <laughs> can oh, you I, should push for hold it. Hold on. Can I, ask, can can I throw it? out I another? Agree with, because if I'm, if I'm Green Bay, how am I going to trade Aaron Rodgers to the San Francisco 49ers? It's like Just ridiculous. quickly before we break, can I throw out another team that – we connected this offseason to Brady as a possible landing spot, but have not connected them to Rodgers at all. Is New England on the board, Coach? Oh, I forgot. They have the cap space. <laughs> they have a draft pick to trade. Belichick is 71. 
and I'm sure wants to does not want to do a I think it's probably harder for him to have a 10 year vision at this point because he's probably not going to be coaching for 10 more years is it on the board that they say hey it worked with Moss who's kind of an eclectic personality great player to try to go get Aaron Rodgers is that on the board to you I yeah I don't I don't think anything with New England is off the board I mean he did just put two defensive guys as offensive coordinators, so there's nothing <laughs> off the board. Well, I'm not saying that in a flippant way. I'm saying yeah. he's willing to take chances that yes. other people won't take. Yeah. He now, but I, I do think it's a little bit of a hard sell where, hey, we got rid of our legend, and we're going to go try to solve our problem with someone else's legend. And that's, that's not a great look. And you have this young quarterback that you're saying the only, reason, the only thing that we need to do to fix him is go get a good offensive coordinator. But is it off the board? I don't. I don't think anything with New England is off the board. I think that's off the board. <laughs> really? Yeah. Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones. You don't want you. You don't want Aaron Rodgers. Say, not really. Okay. You don't. You know what? People don't know this about me. Mac Jones guy. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time now for Afternoon Headlines, sponsored by Ram Trucks, built to serve, and we have a big headline for you. Shams reporting, Kyrie has requested a trade. Additional reporting from Shams. The Lakers, the Suns, and the Mavericks have emerged as, quote, potential suitors for Kyrie. Nick, what was your reaction specifically to this list of suitors? Well, the Suns are the only surprise to me. The moment this happened, I said to you... In the office upstairs, I knock as you ask me to. You welcome me. I say, please come in. Exactly. Uh, And I said, Mr. Wilds, did you see the Kyrie news? And you said, yeah, good for your Lakers. I said, the Mavs might be involved. I think Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. for Kyrie is on the board. And I think it gives the Nets some of the size they wanted in Christian Wood. And for the Mavs, it raises their upside, but man, it's a risk. And I do think that. The Mavs have to be careful in both directions, though, Brew. Careful in that don't create a toxic environment around Luka, but also careful and don't make Luka think we're not we're sitting on our hands. We're not, you know, so I don't know, you know, him, despite him being my large adult Slovenian son, he and I actually <laughs> haven't talked about Kyrie Irving, believe it or not. So I don't know what, how Luka feels about Kyrie specifically, mm-hmm. but the Mavs were engaged on Kyrie, we know this, over the summer. So at some point, they thought it was a possibility. The Suns are interesting because that is one of the most disappointing teams in the league so far this year, and what do they do? It's also interesting because that's where Durant wanted to go, and if Kyrie ends up getting to go there, that would kind of be weird. And we all obviously know what the Lakers trade would be. It'd be Russ and the two picks for Kyrie with the belief that you're re-signing Kyrie. Uh, So I don't think it's as simple as, oh, he's going to be a Laker. Because if the Nets, the Nets have to make the hard decision of this, Brew, are we still in contention this year if we trade Kyrie? If they want to be, then the Lakers package is the least attractive. Because you could get players that can help you more right now from the Mavs or from the Suns if the Nets are like, okay, 
this era is stillborn and it never got off the ground, we're going to fully reboot it this summer when we trade Durant. So having Westbrook's money come off the books, having those future Laker picks for us to do a full total rebuild, then the Lakers package becomes attractive. I don't know what Sean Marks believes. I don't know what Joe Sy wants. Well, Dallas, look, they've got Jason Kidd. That's a plus. Yeah. Right? Mark Cuban is an owner that is a maverick, no pun intended, right? So he might, you know, go after Kyrie. I would, to me, Wood doesn't solve their size problem. He's tall, but he's a soft player. He's a finesse guy. They got that. They're, they don't lack height. They lack girth and toughness. Sure. And so, but he can shoot, you know, I mean, they he's a good player. Like and, and Tim Hardy. <laughs> so, I, but Dallas, and I, look, I don't think any team, Kyrie's upset because the Nets won't give him a fully guaranteed long-term max deal. Is Phoenix doing that? Is no, Dallas, is I, any team guaranteeing him? You would have no, to be, as great as he is in division, you have to be off not. your, no, but, out of your mind but that's, to do but that. But he's not, oper- this has been your flaw in all of your Kyrie, which then infects your Nets analysis. You keep assigning logic to Kyrie's decisions. And every time I no, try but, to talk but, you out of it, you're like, wait a minute. What's going to well, be Doesn't different? he realize in the – Not for him, for the team. No. no. Why would the Mavericks, you know, bring him on knowing he's going to be a problem Because unless we give him this deal no, or Phoenix? Because I think that there is the possibility, Wilds, tell me if you disagree, that what he's demanding from the Nets – is not necessarily what he's demanding from the next team. Uh, I think you I can think be he knows mad. He, look, he don't have the Nike deal. He knows he's lost a lot of money, the money he lost from the anti-vax stance. I think he wants that money wherever it is. And let, let me just throw this out quickly, mm-hmm. Wiles. Phoenix, again, why they would do this, I'm not sure. But how about Kyrie and Nick Claxton, who I, he's playing really well. He looks like a, like a young Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. For Chris Paul... And DeAndre Ayton. And now I I go to Kevin Durant and say, Chris Paul and DeAndre are playing with you. Why would Phoenix do that? Well, DeAndre is not engaged. Yes, and but he has, but he still has trade value elsewhere in the league. Well, Claxton is the, a good player. Claxton's though. good. No, no, no. They're, and you get Kyrie. CP3 is older. He's not as effective as he used to be. No, I understand that, but I don't think that makes the the. I think that makes the Suns worse rather than better. But if you don't include Chris Paul, you're going to have Kyrie, right. Devin Booker, and Chris Paul on the same. On the floor at the it's same fun. time? It's fun. You're not winning anything. Well, no, I'm not saying you don't include, include Chris Paul. What I'm saying is this: maybe the Suns trade is Chris Paul for Kyrie. See, I think that's interesting. That Chris one's Paul, interesting. KD? And then it's like, Last listen, we try, we try w- this year to win a title. And then if you're in Brooklyn, that is. And if you're in Brooklyn, then in this summer, you kind of figure out what you're doing from there. You know what I mean? The moves that you're making, if you need to tear it down. I don't think... Uh, you I only think got the, one big-time score. I think if the Nets called Phoenix, so we'll give you Kyrie straight up for DeAndre Ayton, I think Phoenix says no. I think Phoenix says you have to give us more than that. Flatly. I think because DeAndre Ayton, even if he's not fitting there, he's, we know there are teams. Somebody offered, assigned him to the max contract this summer. I forget who it was. Was it Detroit? Whomever it was. And then the Suns yeah. ended up matching it. Right. So there are teams out there that value DeAndre Ayton in a way that it, it, I'll is, throw something else in with Kyrie and Claxton. I'm not sure what, but I'll throw something oh, else in to get Ayton and, and Chris Paul. Can, 
I would do that if I'm the Nets. The, we now, though, if we, if we think this era is over, can I give you some context? We can show you real quick what Kyrie and KD, how many games they played together. This won't be great. Because it's, it's, it's basically 80, a season. It's right? 87 <laughs> games. Are you guys interested in the, a Crazy. few iconic duos that played more games together? Oh, guys, who can forget these pairings? Can we show it, please? These are some of my favorite. Stephon Marbury and Kevin Garnett. Oh, that was a good It was for two it years. It could have been great. AI and Melo played more <laughs> games together. Steve Nash and Jason Kidd played more games together. And then my personal favorite, the human highlight reel, and Moses Malone played three times as many games together. We tried to put Grand Hill and T-Mac on there, but they actually played slightly fewer. But I mean, and that's, that's not all Kyrie's fault. A lot of it. But KD, but KD was hurt a lot. I mean, that, that's a big part sure. of it, too. Look, the Nets blew – look, they didn't blow it. Harden won it out. He was not going to play. But Harden, Durant, and Kyrie, for all the shenanigans, and they were a plenty. It was injuries, Nick. They never really got a full chance to see what they could do. Gosh, I mean, gosh. is that not true? He's, qu- well, he's not quitting saying, the team, bro. I know. <laughs> he's not I know, but I'm just quitting. saying Durant's hurt, though. Yeah. The injuries have been a huge factor. Well, if we're going to talk about the, the hardened piece of this, I will say this, and I don't know. Listen, Kyrie, is. I'm not going to assign logic to him because he's acted so illogically. So who knows if this would have impacted him at all. But Sean Marks made a disastrous James Harden trade. Uh, yeah. The bin, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the acquisition of James Harden. I'm talking about trading, trading him for Ben Simmons. And yeah, you got a couple picks, but that's the other you know, kind of elephant in the room for the Nets is their big trade deadline move they were planning on, I think, was quietly shopping Ben Simmons to try to get out of that disaster of a so contract. Think that's Nobody's still on the board? taking him. No? No way. Well, I don't... No, I can't see it. Can I, you see it? No, I mean, I think you would have to attach assets to it. You know, I like don't think... Like Kevin Durant? Well, no, but like, <laughs> I mean, like draft picks. Like, I think that you could maybe get a team to take it on four draft picks, okay. which is why maybe they need extra draft picks. At some I never point, say never, but I just... At some Sean Marks makes a mess. He's like, all right, I got to clean this mess up. And then he makes another mess. Like, now I have to clean this mess up. He's been there since the Prokhorov era, and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And poor Kevin Durant's window, his championship window is shrinking. How can we get Luka a championship? How can we get LeBron a championship? Man, how can we get KD a championship? Keep, I want Kyrie to stay now. <laughs> They've got a chance. <laughs> Look, like I said, I think he's still going to be with that. But Phoenix is intriguing. If I'm Drew the Nets, I'm coming out hard. I'm not, I'm not playing the so victim role. I'm, I'm taking it to Phoenix. That's what I want. Is Bruno, the segment's over? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. We've got a brand new segment for you. It's called the most to gain list. 
And shockingly, <laughs> it's about who has the most to gain from a Super Bowl win. Nick created the entire list all by himself, although Josh and Dusty did help him out a little bit. Nick, take it away. Uh, well, it is called the most to gain list. Wilds is correct on that. We are, by the way, taking submissions for a better catchier name for this. We did this last week. And I had a little silliness involved. I included myself on the list if I had gotten Chiefs Niners exactly right. However, now it is nine days from the Super Bowl, and we will treat this with the seriousness it deserves. Instead of being a six-person list, it is now an eight-person list. Coming in at number eight, Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick has a chance to be one of the most impactful free agent signings in the last decade in the NFL. (laughs) Usually the big ticket free agents don't immediately translate to winning. He was one of the best pass rushers this year. They got him on a great deal. If he has a monster game and they win, I think he becomes a household name when right now I think he's pretty anonymous to the average NFL fan. Number seven, the two GMs, friend of the show. You know, kind of committee member, at least in spirit, Brett Beach, <laughs> along with Howie Roseman. There's, oh, there's my guy, Brett Beach. The winner of this game, I think, gets to claim the title of best GM in the league. Huh. For Howie Roseman to be able to build a Super Bowl winner with a backup quarterback, tear it down, fire the coach, bring in a new coach, bring in a new quarterback, then potentially build another Super Bowl winner. Brett Beach, on the other hand, to trade away the team's best receiver, a future Hall of Famer, then hit on all these rookies in the draft where seven of them made big plays in the conference championship game. The winner of this game gets claimed best GM in football. Number six, a couple offensive linemen, Kelsey and Lane Johnson. So here's why. There have been four offensive line Hall of Famers in the last six Hall of Fame classes. It is incredibly difficult to make the Hall of Fame as an offensive lineman. However, if they win this game and these two guys have, are the two consistent pieces across two totally different Super Bowl champions, I think they both might have Canton tickets stamped. And I'm not trying to be reactionary, but the people that study these things say Lane's been the best right tackle in football for the last half decade. Kelsey's been the best center in football for the last decade. They both could be all of famers. Number five. The better-looking Kelsey brother, the better Kelsey brother, Travis Kelsey. Sorry, Jason, we all love you, but give me a break. So, listen, we all he becomes unequivocally the greatest tight end ever. He is already in the play. Sorry, he just does. He uh, simply wins? does. Uh, again, oh, we're doing tight end wins now. But if you want to, <laughs> yes, it would be two rings. He also is in second all-time, not amongst tight ends, amongst all players in playoff catches, yards, and touchdowns, second only to Jerry Rice. This would cement it, who's and he's not slowing second? down. Who's currently second? Do you know? Travis Kelsey, I literally just told you he's currently second. He has passed Edelman and all those things. But unfortunately for you, Edelman's only case for the Hall of Fame now is gone. Number four, <laughs> Andy Reid. He becomes a Pantheon coach if he's not already. Belichick is the greatest coach ever. There is then a massive argument about who is second greatest. Andy will be able to at the very least throw his name in that conversation. He is fifth all-time in wins. He will be fourth at the beginning of next year. He is already second all-time in playoff wins. If he wins two Super Bowls, having gotten to two, been to 11 conference championship games, which I care about even though Wilds (laughs) thinks it's nonsense, Andy Reid, argument, top three coach of all time. Number three, Jalen Hurts. The reasoning here is quite obvious. Jalen Hurts, if they win, will he get a fully guaranteed contract? It's on the board. Will he get $200 million? It's unquestioned he will. He, in a conference 
that if you take him out of it, the best quarterback might be Dak Prescott or Kyler Murray. Jalen takes hold of that conference and takes hold of, you know, it joins the group of with Mahomes and Burrow and Allen of this next generation of star quarterbacks. Number two, guys, I couldn't resist. It's me again. Can we <laughs> be honest? Again. Can we be honest about what happens if the Chiefs win this Super Bowl when all of sports media, oh, there's really footage of me, okay. uh, when all of sports media just argues about different things and then everyone just has to bend the knee that, you know what, Nick was right. That Mahomes is the greatest player we've ever seen. So, yeah, I have a lot to gain. Number one, of course, is Patrick Mahomes. Because, Brew, if he wins this Super Bowl, he is on the GOAT trajectory. He has separated himself from every other quarterback in the league. And it becomes an absolute no-brainer, similar to how it was with LeBron in the mid-2000s. There is no longer a who is the best player in the league discussion. There is a who is the second best player in the league discussion. And it would put a cap on the greatest five-year start to a career in league history, bar none. He has the most to gain. Go right ahead, my friend. Good segment. You didn't like that, Coach? No, I I did like the segment. What's the problem? The fact that Nick was on the list was was one problem. The fact that he was second... (laughs) Was another I problem, <laughs> and I, I, I thought he played safety for the Giants based on the disrespect he gave Nick Sirianni. I would say thank Nick you. Sirianni uh, should probably replace Nick Wright as someone oh yeah. who has who has a significant amount to gain. <laughs> He'd become a made man if he win a Super Bowl. He's got way more Coach, on the line than you do. Can you I guys. tell you something real quick? <laughs> um, since I've been hosting the show. I've seen a second-year head coach win a Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles, and they promptly fired him. So I, the idea that you win a Super Bowl with the Eagles and you're a made man, that's how they do business in Philly. Mm. My guy did. Now Doug Peterson got a promotion. He gets Where to coach the Prince. He's coaching the Prince. But it, so it ended up working out fine for him. Do you think – can I ask you a, <laughs> quickly okay. here? Stay here. Do you think Sirianni – forget my list – has not gotten enough credit? Or do you think Julian Love might be right, which is – and a pretty good coaching situation right now. Look, I, I think Julian Love, in the two meaningful games they played the Giants, they gave up, what, 84 points? <laughs> so if it's all about the players, then I guess the players weren't very good for the Giants if they're giving up 84 points to the, to the Eagles. And is he saying that Brian Dable had no impact on his Thank team you. because Thank you. coaches can just ride in and ride out? And it, so, so if, if Coach, Dable had an impact. about Dable. No, no. What, what I'm saying is, is if he's saying it's all about the players and then you go give up 84 points to another group of players, then maybe you're not very good. And then if it's, you know, if it's not about the coaches, then maybe you're saying your coach isn't very Julian good. Julian Love, I thought it was a strong take, man. Stay strong. Don't back down. <laughs> Go ahead. Bro. Terrible take, Julian. <laughs> I, I'm with Coach. Though. I mean, I'm baffled, Nick. That last week I think you were sixth on the list, fifth, if, fifth, mm-hmm. and you had both teams alive. Yeah, you but had really, San really Francisco well. and Kansas City. Yeah. More How game you than Andy Reid. Second. Uh, I, I like <laughs> it. This, this is the antithesis of the Bud List. I'll tell you that much. But <laughs> I, I like. First of all, I'm with Coach because Nick Philly was what four? They won four games two years ago. And now in their second year, Sirianni's got them in the Super Bowl. I think football, unlike any other sport, the coach matters the most. Ask Jeff Saturday. You know, so I, I would get Sirianni on there. But, I look, I think everything you said yeah, – there he is. That's right. I think everything you said about Mahomes nice. is right. Okay. However, just you know what a Super Bowl means. 
And I think Jalen Hurts should be ahead of Mahomes. Really? On that, just because he would be, we talked about it, made man. He would have that Super Bowl ring. Like you said, he would get that huge contract. And I think the apprehension they might have after signing Carson Wentz, we, we always heard a lot of stuff in the locker room, well, right? Some guys sure. don't and like Wentz his personality. And Wentz also didn't win that Super Bowl. Right, right. But even playing well, like Hurts is beloved by that organization and those players. So I do think he'd have the huge contract. He'd have the one ring. And I think he'd be number one. Hubs, tell me in my ear if I can show the Mahomes graphic as to why I, I think he should be number one. For If he wins this Super Bowl, he will have two league MVPs and two wins in the Super Bowl as a quarterback. That's the complete list. Those Pretty are the good. only guys to ever do that. And by the way, if he wins the Super Bowl and wins Super Bowl MVP, Manning drops off that list, and it's just him, Montana, and, and Brady. Because list. Manning only has one Super Bowl MVP. So it really does become already a Mount Rushmore career five years in. Go ahead, Walter. I've got a bit of a mischievous answer. Mm. Wow, what a surprise. <laughs> well, as Coach always says, you don't need to put out another man's candle to make yours brighter. Yeah. But if the candle does go out for Patrick Mahomes, you know who's the secret winner here? Oh. oh, all the way from the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Oh, stop it. Josh Allen. This is so if, Then Josh wow. Allen looks wow. around and says, you know what? That guy's got one Super Bowl win, two losses. Old Josh Allen, who's second to best odds to win next year's Super Bowl, old J.A. could get up there and, and maybe even the score a little bit. Perhaps if I, <laughs> if I have a great season and carry the Bills all the way to the Super Bowl, Perhaps people could start viewing me as the best quarterback. Old Josh Allen. Wow. If the Eagles win, you know who else wins? Take. Josh Allen. So, but what, just, just, I'm just trying to follow your logic there. Because I know, listen, you're the coach and analysis guy. The so it doesn't hurt Josh Allen? Because if Mahomes loses, yeah. Jalen Hurts then has won, right? Yep. So doesn't Jalen Hurts jump ahead of Josh Allen? Oh, you never know. Okay. All right. You know what? Just because you did not treat this with the seriousness it deserves, I'm now going to turn this to a dark place. As I oh, really of course. Uh -oh. The Most to lose. Oh, Top surprise. eight from the oh, Super Bowl. Wow. Number eight, Nick Foles. They'll tear that statue down. That statue was silly to begin That's with. I think point. it's sponsored by Bud Light. I like, get out of here. The guy was on the team for ten minutes. Number seven, Belichick. What? You feel that on the back of your neck, Bill? Andy Reid. That's actually breathing down your neck. Oh, listen, Belichick oh, no. was a great defensive mind. Andy was a great offensive mind. How many Super Bowls is Andy gonna rack up if he gets this one? Two. Uh, we well, it'll be in two. <laughs> Number six. six, to two. six, six, six Bills Tom Brady. Goat status in jeopardy. What? It's just in jeopardy. We're talking way, way, yeah. way down yeah, the line. Yeah, but if Mahomes loses, then it, Brady is more secure. Mm -hmm. If Mahomes wins, then, I don't know, listen, maybe Coach right. Maybe Tommy tries to come back. Number four, number five, Jerry Jones. Hmm. This will be the second NFC East team to have multiple Super Bowl wins since you last showed up in a conference title game. Mm. The Giants have two. The Eagles have two. Lucky for him, Dan Snyder exists. Number four. Uh, number four is Nick Sirianni. Oh, wow. because while some folks are not going to get nothing to gain, <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. exactly. Now listen, coach, it's I'm not here to make the media rules. I just know how the media works. <laughs> if the Eagles win, he doesn't get a lot of credit. But if they lose, oh boy, they're going to be blaming somebody. My guess is it'd be him. Number three, go ahead and reveal it, Hubs. Number three is Jalen Hurts. Just like he has a ton to gain, he also does have a ton to lose in this game in this regard only. I think most people feel the Eagles have 
the far better team, except at the quarterback spot. If Mahomes far outplays him in this game, I think it hurts him. Number two, most to lose. Guys, Wilds, what do they call me? Mr. Consistency. I got to be fair. I got a lot to lose. I have a lot to lose. I've been doing a, a lot of trash talk. I've been putting a like to put himself on both lists. Yeah, uh, I like to go to Philly and gamble. I'm going to have to take a break from that. They won't invite me. And again, to be fair, number one is Mahomes. Because morons like him. What? Well, and I am pointing at Wilds. I want to make it very clear. If he loses the Super Bowl, will somehow twist themselves in the logical knots that it would have been better for Patrick Mahomes to lose a round or two earlier? Those are, the rules, they have, bro. Those are not those the, are rules. the LeBron rules. That is, they are only the LeBron rules. So people will find like a way to be like, oh, Mahomes, how good is he really? Loses these Super Bowls. Should have just not gotten to him. So that's the most to lose. Now we can move on. More first things first after the break. Wow. Great segment. Nice list. Hey, list. Didn't have to spend more time. Kyrie has requested a trade. Supposedly the Suns are interested, the Lakers are interested, and the Mavs are interested. Brew, where do you see Kyrie ending up? <sighs> it's so tough. Um, but like I said, I'll, I'll stick to this. You're really crestfallen. I think February 10th, <laughs> he's in that same white uniform. Oh, well, then I got to put these away. I was going to offer Brew an olive branch. As first, the first time the Olive Branch ever came up on the show was one of Brew's foolish Nets picks. I can't remember which year. There's been so many. And I felt badly for him because he was hypnotized by the bag and the hezzy Jimbos. But now that even post, just in the last eight months, we've had Kyrie try to leave, Durant demand a trade. Yep. Durant demand the coach be fired and the GM be fired. The coach then get fired. <laughs> Kyrie then get suspended and them not feel comfortable with him holding a press conference because he couldn't be trusted. Kyrie then getting welcome back. And now Kyrie demand another trade while Kevin Durant is hurt. And Brew is still holding out hope that the Brooklyn Nets might be able to keep this thing together. I oh, believe boy. in take integrity. All right, you know that. That Nick. is I not believe take integrity. In take integrity. I want to see how it plays out. It's playing I out. How it plays out. And what? I'm gonna say this. No, bro. I hope I'm wrong because that Phoenix. I'm telling you, something. The Phoenix Suns has a brother intrigues. In All right, regard. Nick Claxton. Kyrie Irving, and we'll throw Drew, something you else just in. Keep, this we'll throw something else exist. in for Chris Paul. Chris needs that ring. Drew, he needs that ring. Chris Paul and DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton. Ayton. For Kyrie. DeAndre Ayton's disengaged up there. They're struggling. So hold on a second. Ooh. They're going <laughs> to. Claxton's young. Brew. Kyrie, you know, <laughs> but I, I'm just, I just want to see how it plays out before I take, I, I'm not even taking your olive dress, because your olive branches, if Wilds offered me an olive branch, and don't do it, but if Wilds offered me an olive branch, I would know it's legit. It would come from the right place. Yeah. It would come from All the heart. I want you is are offering an olive branch to have something to hang over my no. head. That's I why you want what's best for you and what's it's best for the show. It's mean-spirited. Your offer is mean-spirited. what is best for you is to get off this Nets narcotic. You just you can't quit it. I don't. You, you're otherwise. It's, you're, you're Feb, it's early February. I'm not ready to jump. It's, it's er early February. 
I told you yesterday they're soft. They're too finesse, and they can't beat Boston. Yeah. But I just want to see how it plays out. That's all. all right. I just want to yeah. see what they look like on February 10th. Okay. Can all I? Right. Can we, Bruce said something earlier. I know we don't have. We maybe only have 60 seconds here. Yeah. But we have gotten lost in the sauce a bit <laughs> in the Today Show. Uh, Bruce said something earlier that I think warrants repeating, which is, if the Lakers were able to pull this trade off. They would become the favorites in the Western Conference. When you saw, and it was going to be a big part of today's show, was the game last night. Mm-hmm. With AD hitting the game winner and having the game-saving defensive play. With LeBron going back more to the old school LeBron 26-7-7 right. seven and seven type of game. If they were to be able to add a potent shooting threat in a Western Conference right now. Say that his is, name, though. What, Kyrie is what All we're right. talking about. Listen, Kyrie Irving with You're going to go work. from being a Kyrie hater to a fan? No, listen. If he gets traded to I have the said it left before, I will say it again. No, it's not about the coasts. It is about... There are certain rules for all circumstances involving NBA players, and there's a certain set of rules for circumstances involving LeBron James. LeBron James can play longer than anyone thought, can be more versatile, can be more dominant, and can have a greater impact on a locker room than any other player in the league. We know he and Kyrie can work together. So all of the toxicity and Illogical behavior can almost be put on pause for at least a period of time with LeBron there. We've seen it happen before. It's not indefinite. He eventually asked out of there. But if the Lakers, if this ends up with the Lakers having Kyrie Irving, well, the same year LeBron breaks the record. Kyrie for Russ, one for one. But with all the picks the Lakers can include, with the two unprotected firsts and a few more seconds. And then, Brew, would you be happy with the? Thunder reunited in Brooklyn. You know, I'm gonna say this: if we're we're going to break, if Kevin Durant was on board with it, might be interesting. (laughs) 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 Might be interesting. That was a really good team in Oklahoma. Metal time, Bulls Hornets, Dennis Smith Jr. on Andre Drummond. He's a show favorite, Dennis Smith Jr. No, he's not. Bulls win it. Hornets are stuck at 15 wins, but they will get Wembenyama next year, so silver lining. (laughs) Bronze medal, Nikola Jokic, 22-14-16 in, you know, the Nuggets do what everyone does, which is beat the Warriors when they come to town. It's nice for fans around the country to be able to watch the Warriors lose a game. Uh, Silver medal, Darius Garland. Donovan Mitchell kicked out of the game. Darius Garland says, no problem. I was an all-star before you got here. 32-11 and 11 in a win over the Grizz. And then a gold medal for the guy who's the best player. But evidently, to be able to win MVPs, he needs to get far, far worse defensively and score less points. That'll, that'll really impress the voters. Giannis, 54-19. and 19. Oh, yeah, and become a better passer. Sorry about that. My apologies. That's what we're looking for in our center's passing. Uh, there's the medal stand from last night in the association. They're moving ahead of Luka on your MVP ladder. Uh, we were going to do that literally on the show today, and then the Kyrie news broke. Oh, Kyrie even affecting our show. Yeah, exactly. It's right. chaos all over New York City. Uh, hey, yesterday we asked Patrick Mahomes if he was ever going to use the behind-the-back pass in a game. And here's what he said. Take a listen. No, it, it's for sure going to happen at some point in the game. I'm not going to say it's going to happen in the Super Bowl, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I actually do it in practice a good amount. 
Um, I throw it uh, and, and complete it probably like 80 to 90 percent of the time. Oh, come on. And, and but uh, I'm, I'm a little too scared still to do it in the game. And Travis, <laughs> he gives me crap for it. Every time I do it in practice, he's, all he yells is do it in the game. <laughs> OK, so what he didn't say there was I'm definitely not doing it in the Super Bowl. So, Nick. Yeah. Are you 100% ruling out the behind-the-back pass in the Super Bowl? Of course, no. God, it would be great. Of course I'm not ruling it out. Listen, I, Wilds, what do they call me? Mr. Consistency. And listen, while there have been very, very few things that I've been wrong about this year, maybe like two, I don't know what people are laughing about behind <laughs> just me. Laughing. Loudly. Just documented. Uh... If he doesn't throw behind the back pass in the Super Bowl, I will have been wrong about something. Because I promised it was coming this year. Now, they, they may have substituted it out with the ring around the rosy play. Uh, but <laughs> if they are blowing the Eagles out, which is not what I anticipate, but if they're blowing the Eagles out, that was an interesting window brew. The fact that he said he does it a lot. Right. And the fact that he said he completes it 80 to 90% of the time. And that Travis... Yells at him, do it in the game. All it, he seemed very confident that he was going to do this in a game at some point, and he wouldn't say, "Of course, I'm not doing it in the Super Bowl." Yeah, I'm with. I'm not ruling it out. I don't expect it, but I'm going to give you. I, I agree with your scenario about if yeah. they're up 32 with uh-huh. a few minutes left, he might do it. But I'll give you another scenario: if he's trapped. Like, he could be in a situation oh, where he's just uncalled. grunting for his life and just kind of, you know, he's done no looks like that. Love it. You know, and he kind of, that's the only way out, the only way to get the pass <laughs> off. And so that could happen as well. Can I make a, I think he's going to do it. Are you serious? Well, first of all, it'd be great for our show because we Super asked Bowl. him. Here's the thing. People think the Super Bowl is you get tight. Loose things happen. Refrigerator Perry scored a touchdown. Sean Payton had the onside kick. Tom Brady tried to catch a pass. The Philly special. Sure. Weird stuff happens. And this would be a big win for you, right. a big win for the show. I'm, I'm, I'm telling rooting you, for it. I'm telling you right now, if within the flow of the game, in a non-blowout situation, he throws and completes a behind-the-back pass in the Super Bowl that they win, he becomes the GOAT. Right then, no, it's over. It's just over. What do you mean? I would be okay with yeah. that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. be okay with yeah. that. Yeah, he just becomes the go. It would be like Vince Carter's dunk. Like, well, now you're the best dunker. Yeah, you're the best. He is the best dunker. Dunk. Dunk. 